Hey and welcome to episode three of the Mental Health Podcast. So today I'm going to talk to you a bit about your identity. You know, what is it? Do you not know who you are? I know personally I've struggled with that. Who actually am I? Am I this bubbly person or am I the depressed person? I'm so confused and I'm going to help you give you some tips on how to find your identity if you're struggling a little bit. So it's really hard when you don't know who you are. You know, I used to struggle, especially with being bipolar, like I have that side, especially when I was younger of like, I was really, really hyper, really loud, really bubbly. But then at the same time, I was this old soul and I was wise for my years and I didn't fit in with anybody. So it was very hard because I was thinking, who actually am I? I'm these two different people and how do I kind of, I'm weird, I'm not like everyone else, people are one thing and that's it, whereas it took me a lot of time to realise actually there are a million different sides of people and you can be so many different things. So this episode is for you, the people who don't know what they want, you know that's a sign that you don't know your identity, you haven't found it you know, you might be afraid to dream or, you know, you have limiting beliefs around what you deserve or what's possible for you. If you know your identity, you know exactly what you want, what kind of person you are. You um, change your mind a lot. That's because you don't know who you are. You have a lot of regrets because when you know who you are, you know yourself, you know what you stand for. And so you make decisions that align with the real you and you can stand by those decisions that you've made like I think back now and I think that's okay that I did so and so and so and so because at the time that was what was right to me and I know that in my life I'm the type of person that just does the right thing in that moment I like to do the right thing for people I don't like to hurt people's feelings But then at the same time, I do like to just stay with my kind of beliefs, even if that does mean hurting other people. So, you know, I look back and I think, no, every single thing that I've done in that time is because that's what I thought was right. Whereas if you didn't know yourself, you'd regret things because you'd be like, oh, you know, I, I shouldn't have done that. And I should have thought about that differently. No, let's find out who you are. And you just own those mistakes and those regrets that you may have. Maybe you're different around different people. Obviously, we all adapt slightly to who we're with. You know, some people bring out different sides of us than others. And that's kind of something that I found strange growing up. Like, you know, in front of this person, I'm quite quiet and I don't want to look stupid in front of them. So I'll kind of be a bit more reserved. Whereas with people I'm a bit more closer to, I'll be a bit more silly and out there because I'm not, I'm comfortable in, in who I am a bit more. So I'm not talking about that necessarily. It's more like, you know, if your core values and beliefs change when you're with someone else, then you're not confident with who you are and you should change that. Maybe you don't know your identity and another sign of that is because your outer world doesn't match your inner world. You know, sometimes there can be a mismatch between how you present yourself to the world and who you actually believe yourself to be. You know, sometimes we do things when we're alone that's absolutely nothing to do with who we are out there and there's a mismatch there and a miscommunication and maybe that's why you're getting confused because you're like who actually am I am I the person who I am out there or am I this weird quiet person inside 
maybe you settle for what's easy because you think that that's what you deserve. This is it. This is all I'm for. Um, You lack confidence, constantly unsure of yourself and your abilities. You know, when you know who you are and, and what you bring to the table, you're so confident because you're like, I know who I am. And if I'm so sure of it that if other people don't agree or they don't see that, I don't care because it's just about what I think about myself. Also, another sign of not knowing your identity and which I wish I would have known when I was in school, is that there's a lot of drama and chaos in your life. Now, drama is a distraction when people don't want to face certain things they create or they entertain drama to distract them from what's really going on. Like they're hiding from something. Insecurities, maybe. You know, the bully in school always got drama around them, always something going on. You know, they're not doing inner work on themselves. Because they're feeling like they have to create drama. They have to have something going on all the time to make themselves interested. And I used to do this when I was younger as well. I'm not preaching here. Like I definitely, I used to make up little lies all the time. You know, because I wasn't secure in myself. I didn't know who I was. So I'd make this fake little narrative up. Do you lack fulfillment and satisfaction? Do you ask yourself all the time, who am I? God, I know that feeling. It's horrible. It's horrible not knowing who you are. And it's important to know who you are. That's how you create a life that's fulfilling and peaceful and full of joy and happiness. It's how you find your purpose, you know, to build fulfilling and sustainable relationships. So it's definitely worth taking on that journey. And it is a journey. I know some people hate that word, but you you don't just, you know, be born into a family and know exactly who you are. That doesn't happen, you know, that takes a lot of time. Knowing myself and loving myself has changed my entire life. Like I said just in the beginning, I used to think that I had to be in a certain box, like be one type of girl, one type of person. I I was either a negative person or a positive person. No, you can be both. You don't have to put yourself in a box. You know, I am this way in certain situations but then if I'm triggered or someone says something about my family I'm like this type of person you know it's all fluid it's like how gender's fluid or sexuality is fluid you know your personality and who you are as a person can change with the wind you know all these different experiences that you're going through in life changes you a quote that I really like from Alex Ebert Herbert he says to be lost is as legitimate a part of your process as being found i mean jesus (laughs) do you know what i mean jesus take the wheel (laughs) but it's so true it's like what i say to my clients is when you're feeling like you're stuck or like there's something holding you back or you're you're not feeling right you're feeling like something is about to happen there's change that needs to be happening or you haven't found yourself that is fucking exciting that is so exciting because that's when you're about to find yourself that's when there's about to be change that's when you're about to do you know that saying it's like new level new devil there's always something that happens because it's about to push you to the next level that you need to be. So something bad has to happen for you to learn those lessons and become a better person and step up to that next level. 
You can't be found unless you've been lost before and that's the beauty of it. And it's normal to feel this way. You know, you discover yourself year upon year as you live your life, as the years go on. You know, like I said, you're not just born and you know exactly who you are, this, that and the other. So some tips then. So I would say take the Myers-Briggs personality test. (laughs) Now, this is so accurate. and There is actually a lot of science to back this theory up. Um, But there's all different letters. I'm an INFJ. Um, and it just gives you a good start, really. It just, you know, asks you a lot of questions, you answer them, and it kind of tells you how you interact with the world and how the world sees you, what you, who you are as a person, and it's so correct, it's insane, it really is crazy. And I think, you know, if you really are stuck, just taking the Myers-Briggs test will be a really good start because you'll be able to actually read, oh yeah, this is what I'm like, and as you're reading it, you'll be able to say, oh yeah, that is what I'm like, or that isn't what I'm like there, or I think that's a really good starting point. And I would say, observe your feelings, you know, start writing in a journal about how you react into things in different situations, because it can really help you figure out what you do and don't like as a whole. Because sometimes we have all these thoughts in our heads and they're fleeting, aren't they? Sometimes a thought comes into your head, something happens and then you forget about that thought. Whereas if you you write it down, you're taking that time and forcing yourself to have that time to think about yourself. And I just think that's so important. Ask yourself, who do you relate to and look up to? Because it's easy to see yourself in someone else. It can be someone from a TV show or it can be an actress or a singer. Because if you really like that person and feel connected with them then they can show you the types of traits and behaviours that maybe you'd like to have or possibly already do have for yourself. So what does that say about you if that's who you're connected to? Ask close ones what they think of you because how you feel inside might not be how you come across to others. And maybe you don't want to come across a certain way. Why is that? Is that because of who you are as a person? Or is that because of how your parents have brought you up? Or is that what society is telling you you should react Consider what your core values are. What truly matters most of all to you? Fairness, loyalty, security, etc. You know, if loyalty means so, so much to you, that probably means that you're a real loyal friend or loyal girlfriend. Reflect on your past. What are you most proud of in your life so far? What haven't you enjoyed? What have you enjoyed the most? You know, what you have really disliked doing in your life, that shows you who you aren't. And who you aren't leads you to who you are, doesn't it? And what have you enjoyed doing? When are you at the most happiest? That's a really good indicator of who you are as a person. And look to the future, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Because knowing where you want to be in the future, say something about you, you know, who you are and what you want right now. Looking into the future can tell you about who you are. Try new things, you know, see what's out there. You might have a talent to be undiscovered. You know, what if you go shooting for the first time and you figure out that you're like an amazing shooter and you bust all these world records? You know, explore. Don't just stay in this one place. Did I ever think I would be a bloody life coach? Absolutely not. But here I am doing it and just working at it, even if no one else believes in me. You know, I've been really lucky with a lot of support, but even if there's no one, (laughs) no one listening, I'm still doing it because I'm working at it, you know. Another thing I'd say is meditate, meditate, meditate. Oh my goodness, I cannot say this enough. I'm such an advocate for meditating. We live in such a busy, busy life and world at the minute in this day and age that we don't actually sit and connect with ourselves. 
And we think when people say that to us that that's such a weird thing. What do you mean sit and connect to myself? But you just sit there and you take deep breaths, you close your eyes and you just start to focus on your breathing and you start to realise I'm just a piece of dust floating around in space. A star, probably a toenail to some alien from another galaxy. You know, all my little problems don't actually matter. I am whoever I want to be. This is who I am. And it's such a great feeling. Meditation has saved my anxiety in quite a lot of ways. And on this journey, accept who you are and what you find without judgment. You know, you might have an idea of who you want to be, but maybe that's not necessarily who you are. And that's okay. You know, I have this thought in my head that I would love to be this intellectual, you know, type of doctor, powerful, you know, type of woman who's really smart and doesn't do stupid blonde things. But I'm not that person. I am a bit of a silly girl. You know, I mean, like I do have a bit of a a laugh. I'm clumsy. And, you know, no, I'm not in intellectually academically smart but I do have a lot of street smarts and I am a really really good friend and you know I'm smart in different ways in social ways and I think we all have to realize that yeah okay we might not be that person but that doesn't mean that that's disappointing because who we actually are can be much better than that self-reflection is underrated we need to reflect on ourselves we need to look back and see what's happened and it's almost as if you know if you're researching for an exam you're looking back at all the old information to see you know your mock exams to see how well you did so that you can do better next time and that's exactly what we're not told to do enough really it's kind of reminded me about like when I used to want to be an actress that's all I wanted to do when I was younger and I was bloody good at it as well I used to do like theatre, I went to film school and all sorts, I was in in the industry for a while and it just broke me because it wasn't who I was. I thought that's what I was because that's what I'd been brought up to believe because of wanting to do it from such a young age but it wasn't who I was. Once I'd got into the industry and I realised what I had to be, I had to network, I had to do all these things that I wasn't uncomfortable with, step on other people's toes to get to where I wanted to be. That wasn't who I was and that didn't sit right with me. So look at where I am now doing this. This is such a, an even better dream than what I could have imagined. So it's the same sort of thing with finding yourself really and it takes time. It really does. So that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Um, follow me on Instagram at the mental health coach. I also have a website now that's jodywinterlifecoaching.co.uk. So please go and check that out, guys. I really appreciate it. And I am looking for clients to start with me in April. So if you know of anybody who might find it, you know, um, helpful or you will find it helpful yourself, please DM me, give me a message on Instagram or um, on my website. I have ways of contacting me on there. Um, I have my phone number on there as well. So yeah, I hope this was kind of helpful and just makes you realise, you know, not having an identity is so normal, but it's so important to try and get. And I don't think it gets enough credit. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Mwah.